0: Hey everyone, before we get started with the podcast, just want to say thank you to our sponsors for helping out on the show. The Chicago Pizza Authority at 1050 Summit Street in Elgin. You can go to chicagopizzaauthority.com to check out all the specials they have going on, like this one, a 16-inch, one-topping, thin crust pizza, and your choice of a two-liter bottle of soda for $18.99. That's right. Uh, give them a shout 847-742-8802 they definitely have the best pizza in the area and fonzie and the dago tees supplying their song king of the hill as our theme song for the podcast so we say thank you for our sponsors Fans. We are at it again with the Hillbilly Records Podcast, and man, do we have a show lined up. We have definitely notched it up here. Yeah, we're at episode five now. I know. I mean, <laughs> hey, I didn't think we'd make it past three, but here we are at five. That's so. true. Right. <laughs> with a very, very special guest uh, on the podcast, and I am very fortunate that uh, we could uh, have his time. The one and only, the Asian sensation. He is all over the place in the Midwest. The one and only
1: Matteo Valentine. Thank you Woo! guys so much. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I I love you two so much. So like do like doing this podcast is like I'm so excited for yeah. it. Well, I'm we're excited to actually have you on, uh, Mateo,
0: You have definitely wherever you go, CSW pow. Uh, just to name a couple that you've been at, been around, uh, you have just been in the place up. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love your work. You're fantastic with the crowd. Your in ring is phenomenal. I love everything that you do in ring wise and outer ring wise. You and I friends outside, oh, yeah. and it's just you know you're a good friend of me. You know and uh, no, I love having you on the show. So
1: I love, I love thank you. you. Yeah, I love you guys so much. Like, well, I always consider POW Entertainment, even though it's not my home promotion, I literally consider you guys my second home, no matter what. Well, um,
2: oh, good. I mean, I hope we get that family feeling. Yeah, I mean, you guys
1: was, do. You guys do, definitely. I love your guys' vibe all the time. And I'm very much like that kind of vibe person mm-hmm. where I'm just like, you know, if. I, if I feel like I can gel well here, I'll 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 keep on coming.
0: Yeah, and oh. you know, uh you like said uh you connect with the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh your work rate is uh quite honestly, and, and this is the honest truth, it's like when I mean, you first get a gander you are so much more athletic than <laughs> you look, and that's not a diss. Yes, no, it's right. not. Um and that is something to where Oh my god! You keep you on the edge of your seat. Yes. because I don't know, I don't know what you're gonna pull out of your hat. You know, each time you wrestle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's what I always like about when I, <sighs> when I wrestle because everyone has a preconceived motion, especially when I come out of the entrance and they already have a preconceived notion and then all of a sudden in the ring they're just like whoa he can do that he can do this like
0: yes yeah. absolutely so so what was the inspiration what made you decide hey, let me give
1: this a shot okay yes <laughs> um i came into pro wrestling uh very late mm-hmm. compared to a lot of people um while i was in college i was immediately just like focus on acting. I went to mm-hmm. the university of Pittsburgh and I uh, was studying natural sciences, but I was really in the theater department the entire time. Cause I, I thought that was going to be my end goal. I wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an actor either on TV, but really more, especially in theater, Broadway, yeah. West end, all that. That was my, that was my goal at the time. Right. But little did I know it's like, while well, I was in my college apartment I was watching YouTube videos all the time and then something popped up in the algorithm. It, it was a Brie Bella, AJ Lee match. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God, these, these like these, you know, these women mm-hmm. are totally kicking ass telling a story in less than, you know, in less than, you know, five minutes. Right. And they're still main and it's the it's the intersectionality of like keeping keeping their femininity but while also in a hyper masculine sport right in a right form of art and so I was just very much loving the fact that they were telling a story without saying anything
0: right no, and
1: so to- the whole physical theater and telling a story through your body was like the main thing that I was like struggling Mm -hmm. in acting. And I really wanted to learn how to hone that in and make that better for myself.
0: Gotcha. So now uh, once you decided to go ahead and do that and you made it to obviously Chicago. So you started your training here in Chicago. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, I started training in
2: 2020.
1: (laughs) Um, I remember, I saw Chicago style wrestling. um, And I saw a. And the main event was Nick Brubaker against Tommy Dreamer in a street fight. Okay. And it was so ridiculous. It was so campy. I'm a very campy person. I mean,. You guys can, you guys know me. <laughs> yeah. And all that. And so it was so campy that I was just like, I want to do this. Right. I want, right, right, right. it's like, I always have an inkling of doing this, but I was still acting.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I was still acting. I was doing the auditions. I was doing, I was trying to get classes and everything like that. Do, you know, getting, doing, doing shows, rehearsing for six weeks and then performing for a month for $150. Right. You know, t- but it's just like, <laughs> and not a lot <laughs> it's, it's not a lot, not a lot. um no, definitely <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> yeah.
0: anything on the independent scene is oh not yeah a lot.
1: <laughs> it's not a lot and so i would and so i was like literally trying to make my name out there and so um backstory before i get I got into training and everything like that um i remember i just got really really burnt out of acting mm-hmm. and then my colleague of mine Started to post audition uh, audition posts for a Christmas wrestling show. Okay, and me being the mark that I am, I'm like, oh yeah, I, it's like my it's like let me like yeah, let me do audition this. this. I know how to like yeah. I, I <laughs> thought I know how to talk like that <laughs> and everything, and I didn't get cast, and so I was like so pissed. I was like, you have the the wrestling mark, Right. and you're not going to cast the wrestling mark <laughs> yeah. who has who has probably seen a lot of women's matches right and and like looks at the looks at how the movement goes and mm-hmm. so it's just like okay right and so that kind of like made me upset and so i remember i texted um the head trainer steve boz and we had a little bit of a phone interview and then i came and then i came in to walk to like shadow a class and i was like i think this is it Uh because i was just like i i was just like you know what worst case scenario i get hurt but at least i get this wealth of knowledge right and then if i get this wealth of knowledge i can go back into acting and teach people be like oh yeah this is how wrestlers Mm. would fight right no absolutely and
0: uh (laughs) It's definitely a whole new experience. Yes. Uh, how long were you training before uh, you actually had your first match?
1: Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so January 2020. January 2020. Through, and then the pandemic happened. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And then and during that whole time, uh, on during lockdown, I was doing you know. Therapy is really good. (laughs) Therapy is really good. Cause I was actually talking to my therapist and, and I was talking and she noticed my like happy attitude about wrestling Mm -hmm. and then saw like really like sad things about when I was acting. And Mm -hmm. so my therapist said, you know, you have some, so much positive attitude about wrestling, but you have about this. And then that's when it clicked. Right. That's when it really clicked about about it, and so I was like, "Oh my god, I love wrestling like mm-hmm. that." And so I think we were back into training. I think, I don't know. I think it was, so it was like mid twenty twenty, mid twenty twenty, like May June. No, I think
2: like it was like July, no, like July, maybe like August, August around like, August. Yeah, is no. when we we're starting to come back.
1: I think because everything started to click. And so I was doing, I was like doing whatever they were like asking me to do. I had gear Mm -hmm. during the pandemic because a lot of people were just saying to me, you know, when you're starting out, don't forget to bring your gear just in case and everything like that. So I was at practice and the booker and, um, our first show back at CSW, um, it was an outside show. And the Booker for it, Jason Hades was just very much like, "Hey, I know you have gear. You know, you've been ki- you've been killing it at practice. You've been working your ass off. I- I've seen I've seen you exponentially get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. d- um, just a heads up. We might we you know you might be utilized for the show." Okay. And so I was like, oh yeah, I know that understudy life. <laughs> I know I know that it's higher understudy life of being like being prepared and not expect and you know, not expecting anything. Yeah, man, it makes me feel old. <laughs> I remember when
0: Hades came into business himself. Oh god. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: Jason Hades. Uh matter of fact you can see um MSPW. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. MSPW, yes.
0: Uh, but no, Hades is uh a great guy.
1: He yes, always, he uh, he has so always believed in me uh-huh. and has seen my growth and always just like knows how much I bust my ass for right. bust for professional wrestling. And uh-huh. so, right after that practice, when he told me, it's like, oh yeah, be on the lookout, blah blah blah. blah. Um, right as I got home, you know, he said, "Do you have a promo pick?" And I was just like. It was the pandemic. I don't have mm-hmm. professional photos or anything right. like that, and so I just shot a little thing on my phone, like my little rundown iPhone six, <sighs> and and I, w- I just sent it. I sent it to him, <sighs> and he was just like, "You're booked <laughs> for for August 29th okay for our first show back from the pandemic." Alright. And I was just like, what? <laughs> the because act- I like to say like six months in. Right. Uh-huh. Six months of training until I got booked. And so that was that was a huge ass surprise because <laughs> I was like, What? Because <laughs> usually the students would do the students would kind of do the pre-show. Yes. In mm-hmm. which they would do like a pre-show battle royal. And then right. and then um and after that, and then it would go to like the main stars and all that. I like mm-hmm. to call, I like to say that I got AJ styled. Okay. <laughs> in which I didn't do the pre-show battle royal, right. and then I just went up. To, I just right. went up to, quote unquote, the main roster, <laughs> and actually, that's an old Sam DeCiro uh,
0: thing. Uh, he always used to put the uh, the rookie rookies, yes. and stuff like that. Just to uh, open up your show for a battle royal, yeah, yeah, to get the crowd stuff. going, to get the
1: crowd going, to work a crowd and everything yeah. like that. Just, yeah, that's an old Sam Serum trick. Yeah. And so he booked me, I was nervous as all heck, and before, and that's how really it just all started. It just yeah, it's just like CSW, CSW, right, and they and Boz hades really believed in me and believed in my charisma mm-hmm. and my character work and that's how the cookie crumble and that's the way the story <laughs> started
0: i'm glad that you got your start here with uh you know a reputable bunch of guys yeah. uh trust me uh, <laughs> uh besides csw uh and pal entertainment uh, where else have you had the opportunity
1: to work? I think All Heel. All Heel, yes. All Heel Wrestling. Um, I was, I'm was. i also part of Racine Championship Wrestling in Racine, Wisconsin. Right. I've been also part of a ton of... Uh, I've been part of... I was part of Lucha Libre Total in the Berwyn Eagles Club. Yes,
0: I miss um, Berwyn.
1: I love Berwyn. <laughs> I know. Um, Berwyn is something else. Well, especially because for me as a, I was. Um, I know you're probably asking this, but it was just like that was my um, being part of that. You know, as you, it, when you go into the Berwyn Eagles Club, you just see a wall of women's wrestlers, right? And oh, women, we, call been, it, we call it, we call it, and we all call it the Wall of Shimmer.
0: Yeah, it is. That, that's what it, you're absolutely right. That that has actually been there for quite some yeah. time. And then
1: when you know the story about how Shimmer started, yes. and all that, and I and I see people like you know, Dakota Kai now, Jessica McKay, oh, Mel- right. uh, uh, Mercedes Martinez yes. and all and they and they and seeing them, you know, they started, yeah. you know, most they had touch ground
0: you know at the yeah, Berlin Ber- Eagles Club
1: and I was just like, oh my God.
0: Berlin Eagles Club has a lot of history yeah. too. A lot of history. And I'm <laughs> I'm going back as far as
1: Anarchy used to run there. Uh-huh. A-A-W w- in the er- early, early days, days ran uh, there. Like, it was, like, La. I think it was LaSalle and Berlin right?
0: Yeah. Um, LaSalle was Dreamwave.
1: Okay. Uh, and then they took
0: a hiatus for a little bit, but they came back.
1: They came back, but I thought, is it, wasn't A-A-W and LaSalle for a bit? They,
0: I think they did run there for a little bit, but I guess it wasn't feasible for them. Okay. Because they only did a few shows there. Okay. You know. Um, but, no, A-A-W, uh, it's... Uh, you no know, right there you know the Eagles
1: Club yeah uh, so I mean that that building definitely has a lot of history yeah a lot of
0: wrestling history
1: it, it's a lot of wrestling history because I just every time i every time I look at the Wallace Shimmer, I'm just like most of my inspirations came from here okay nice like mo- like the reason like some of the reasons why I wanted I wanted to train mm-hmm were in the Berwyn Eagles Club, and I was like, I, I love that so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely a lot of history mm-hmm. uh, in that building. Um, now, yeah, as you made your way you know, around the uh, Midwest area and so forth, you know, Powell Entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, you and Kazayo uh, hit it out of the park every time. Uh, you, Mason Perks, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Definitely, uh, just your matches gel so well. And as far as fan wise, mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere you go, everywhere I've seen you, I mean, the fans just you know oh, they they
1: levitate. I'm to so you. I'm so grateful. Yeah, it was I'm like so
0: the moment you walked through Pow on your first show, they
2: loved you. Oh. The instant you came out, it was just like the music, the whole mm. gimmick, the you know, like everybody loved it. Yeah. You know, for, thank and you. Like, no, I mean, it, it went, It's been
0: seen, but it wasn't done to yeah. that level. Right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, as far as your gimmick mm-hmm. and uh, your your gear and yes. stuff like that, uh, any certain is, inspirations from that, you know, or any you know type of uh, inspiration for like your gear that you wear?
1: I well, first of all, thank you guys so much for saying that. Um, it, I learned from acting is just like entrance is everything. Mm-hmm. Entrance is completely everything because it's like those thirty seconds to a minute. It it gives the audience the complete under like a complete blueprint of who you are as right. a as a character. And so I carry I carried that whole thing, and so it's just like from the moment my music starts and I make my entrance, mm-hmm. it's like they already have they already yeah. know, and so that's what I feel like that was a that was an advantage that I had because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people say oh it's just an entrance like for me entrance is everything
0: you know what you're the only one that I've ever been able to see balance themselves on the ropes, the way you do. <laughs> in your, now,
1: uh,
0: that was... Nobody, okay. I've never seen anybody do that. And no, well, about well
1: that, that's how, well, um, a, one, one half of one of my favorite tag teams, the Inspiration, also known as the Iconics in WWE, um, um, Peyton Royce, also known as Cassie Lee, Okay. Um, did that. Really? Did that as her okay. entrance. And, and I was, I, was like, Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't she uh, retweet you? Yeah, she did. Like a few years like, ago, yeah, yes. year, right? She like, did, right? And, I was cr- and I was like, I think I, t- I showed you that, that, yeah, that yeah, I was like, oh, my and God. And I was like... Oh, I, I lost know, my mind on it. I was crying. <laughs> I was like almost in tears because <laughs> Wow. And because a, a lot of my inspirations, right. pun intended, um, a lot of my inspirations were our women wrestlers. So, okay. Mickey James, um, Gail Kim, Victoria, also known as Tara, the beautiful people from yeah. TNA. Uh, um, and then I was trying to look for current people on the rock, you know, current people who are working. Mm-hmm. And I immediately saw Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay. And I was just like, they have they have so, like, they're in touch with their femininity. Right. And then they're also kicking ass, like, like, masculine, and then also in touch with their masculinity. And I was like, I want to keep on watching them because it was just like their entire thing was so for a lack of a better word, iconic. Right. And inspirational. And so I completely, completely love that. And Every time I do my entrance, it's an it's literally an homage to them. Right. I mean like thank you okay. for while you were work while you were working on NXT to go up to the main roster. Thank you for paving pa- helping pave my way into right. the business. No, absolutely,
0: we all of uh, uh, you know all of us in the biz business have certain wrestlers mm-hmm. that we've looked up to and say thank you for paving the way for us. Yeah. You know and you know it de- definitely. Uh, <laughs> Uh it, It's humbling, yes, to know, to know to know things like that.
1: I know if I ever see them, I'm going to cry. I'm going, I'm going to effing cry.
0: I think I'll be
2: there
1: with you too. I mean, <laughs> I would be like, thank you so much for like, for like, um, helping me stay in the business right. because of just watch, uh, just like watching you guys, and mm. obviously when it came to like. Mickey James, Gail Kim again, and so I've always
0: liked Mickey James. Mickey
1: James, I love. Oh my god! Like for me, when I first started out, a lot of- when I was just watching, and you know, people were like, "Watch wrestling for psychology," right? And watch wrestling for the storytelling. My favorite match that I go to all the time is Mickey James, Trish Stratus, WrestleMania twenty two. The last time they were in Chicago, okay, and it's. Everyone knows the infam the infamous, oh,
0: Nick. <laughs> the, yeah the inf-
1: the infamous thing. But <laughs> for me, it was that was very much like very special to me because that was such a long storyline.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a long storyline, and then they told, and then they told a completely cool story within the match. Yes, and I just. I loved it, and so every time, and so it's just like when I feel bad or whenever I'm like doubting myself, and right. just like, I'm just like, okay, let's go back to let's go back to Mickey James, Trish Stratus, WrestleMania 22 to see what they would right. do and do what it. you know what what did they do that I can do uh-huh. to kind of like make myself feel better. <laughs> Well, like he says uh, you should feel good about yourself, especially every time you walk out of that
0: curtain. Oh, thank you. And little kids, and oh my god! You know they're like, oh my goodness, especially like, uh, quite honestly, uh, CSW uh, oh, yeah. where you are tag team champions. Thank you, know? you. Oh, I like that. You thank know? you. It took <laughs> three
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took three years, but it was well earned. It was uh, very, very well earned, and.
0: You know, a big mood. Yes.
1: I love you, Moody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely, uh, to hold, you know, a title in CSW that is definitely saying something. Yeah. Uh, And like he says, uh, going to the different promotions that you are. You're -hmm. you're, you're, a mainstay on ours. And like he says, even... Against big guys, like when you were wrestling up against Max Holiday.
1: Oh, yeah. Know? I mean, <laughs> and Max Holiday, Cody was, James, is another big man. Rough Crossing. In the business. I yeah. was like, you're putting me against the, like, like, Max Holiday, Rough Crossing. I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. Because these are too well. Known people in the biz in the yes. Midwest, and so and so being given that opportunity to kind of like be, to kind of think to myself, do I have longevity in this? Right. And actually, uh, dude, the way you're going in, it, and I,
0: we've said this on the show before, and and you'll notice it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll see who is the flash in the pan. You know, gone. Yeah. You know, and some that stick with it a little bit and they're not, they feel like they're better and yet they're not getting their push the way they are. Then they go go somewhere else to go find it. But you'll you'll notice that, you know, through the years, you know, that who sticks around and, you know, who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I honestly see it, you know, with yourself. You're going to be around. Uh, And and especially the way you... The knowledge that you've gained from, you know, the CSW locker room, the POW locker yes. room, you know, and things like that. Every locker room, I'm, I'm sure you're gaining just a little oh, yeah. of this,
1: a little of that. Everything. And
0: you're willing to give it back. And there's not that <laughs> That's the people.
1: shocking thing. <laughs> it's like, I, it's like for me, I'm so shocked that it's like three years in, and like, I'm just like three years in, but then I have a bunch of people that are like, you know the students at csw training academy and like some people and then some people that i know that are just starting out and they're asking me advice and i'm just like (laughs) i'm only three years in i'm still (laughs) learning this along the way
0: yeah it's always
2: a learning process i mean yeah same thing with us here we're learning (laughs) you guys are doing doing super great we're trying our best here we can't do it without you guys and You know, guests like you coming
0: on the show. I mean, just just out of curiosity, how did the team of you and Moody come about? I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I I see you guys. You guys, you you dress alike. You guys seem to gel. It's like he's the big man, you know, and you're the little guy with – more the flash. Yeah, you know,
1: but and you guys work really thank well you, with each other, you. especially... Thank you, know, you this- Steve Arendt <laughs> for making this happen because it was just like, he was a bad guy obviously, it was like one of the biggest baby faces, like up and coming and so he was He, you know, he was known to be you know, a douchebag in the ring and all that and then when you put in Mateo Valentine, you're just like Okay, how does <laughs> how does this work? And so as time it, so as time developed, we kind of, um, from the growing pains to now, it just turned into a huge right. big thing. And so I'm just very grateful that I was watching on IWTV uh, when you
0: guys won the title. Oh, oh, yeah. when you, when guys, you saw me cry when you guys when you saw me cry,
1: and yeah. I got and I and I got a huge ass hematoma. Uh and if you're listening to this, I still so love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, I could see your, you know, yourself as that. Hey, I, I, I've, I accomplished it. Yes, and I, I did it. Nobody's going to take it away from yes. me. Yes, and you know that's such a great feeling. And yeah, it's, it's, and when in was... That, what was kind of like, you know, that, you know, that moment once the bell actually rang. You
1: yeah. know, and. Your brand new champions. Oh yeah how how was that? It was very. It was just like very. I, I know it's it's wrestling and everything like that, but it was just very validating mm-hmm. because three you know started at the school, working my you know working my way up, working my way up, working my way up to you know mm. final to finally earn gold at. This, at like the place where i literally was a baby right to to now it was just very much like i can't i still can't believe it yeah. But saying that and that's the thing though is like that that first
0: time it, it, and like you you hit it right on the, <laughs> on the head your validation yeah your validation because the company could see yes. you know what you're doing yes. and how you could carry yourself yeah and i think uh, i was like
1: the first the I think I, I. think it's just like because CSW has been there for a long time, and we have loads of you know CSW historians. I yes. think I, I think I'm like the first Asian American champion at CSW, and also the first queer champion. And so okay. I was just like, "What? <laughs> I'm making history! What the hell is going on?" I right, well I, I am I, I do have to ask. Yeah, of course. The uh
0: the night that you won, the person that you kissed is that, is that your significant <laughs>
1: other or no. Oh. I mean, no, it wasn't. He okay. was my friend. Okay, it <laughs> was no, my no friend. I, I, I'm not trying to be too private. No, it, it, he, idea, would, he is, he's one of my closest friends. That's nice. And um, I even texted him. <laughs> I told him beforehand. I told him beforehand. It's just I'm going to be like, yo, something's going to happen. I'm going gra- to I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to try to find you. Right. Iwt. You I, I, I didn't give. A, I didn't give a damn. If like I would, I told, I told IWTV, yo Roman Cam, I need you to, re- I need you, I <laughs> yeah. need you to record this, and they did. I did, they did, I did
0: not <laughs> care. Right, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to. You should not have no, to. No, you know, at all. You shouldn't have to. It says yeah. a lot. Well,
2: I believe it says I believe with that and the Pride Show coming up. Oh yeah, <laughs> it says a lot that the wrestling world is changing. Yeah, and it's going into a different direction than how it was, you know, 20, 30 years yeah. ago. You know, it's, it's welcoming of, of, you know, the, the LGBTQ community. Yeah. It's welcoming, that uh, you know, that. Uh, you know, anybody who wants to come to a wrestling okay. show, you are welcome to, to be I mean, there, you know, like, there's that
1: accessibility. <clears throat> and that's what I love. About no, yeah. That. And it, it's
2: easy to go to an independent wrestling show. Yeah, it is. And it's, you're supporting them. You're supporting their dreams. You're supporting mm-hmm. everything that wrestling and that company stands for at that moment. Yeah. in time. yeah.
1: Because so, I, I can't imagine if like I said, like I know it sounds so long ago, but if like I, uh-huh. it's like if I was the same if I was like same age three years and it was like 2005 to 2008, right? <laughs> like when the, it, would it, would, it would be completely
2: different, completely different world.
1: <laughs> Yes. I believe. I mean,
0: you were there and <laughs> <in> those <years. laughs> Okay. I mean, it, it, it's like how people just present themselves yeah. nowadays. Mm-hmm. And like so many different phobias and this yeah. and that. And, and the thing is, and I, I've said this and I will say this to everybody. Anybody that's walking by you. You don't know who yeah. they are. Right. You don't know who the chick is behind the, you know, the coffee machine. You don't know, you know, that doctor that's, you know, knows everything about you. You don't know. So why, you know, the judging thing that has come upon yeah. all of us? All right, all of us. That it, it needs to, you know, just chill. Accept uh-huh. people for who they are and embrace the friendship that mm-hmm. that humans could actually be yeah you know I mean it's like everybody feels so privileged and this that yeah. and the other you know so just be you yes <laughs> just be you. yes, yes. You know,
1: and that's how I got books. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because it, you hear everyone say your gimmick, it's like the best gimmick is you times a hundred, mm-hmm. and so I was, I, I literally was just like, I was trying to find a gimmick, mm-hmm. and I was just like, in the back of my mind, mo- and like in the back of my mind, I was just like, oh, I know how to, I, it's like, I want to be the person that childhood and teenage Mateo could be,
0: right? Okay, yeah, and. I can see that. Yeah, you know, I could definitely see that. Everybody has the opportunity; should have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be who they are, whatever character they want to do, and them be them. Yes, and All I right. think,
1: I, and I think that's what attracts a lot of people to me because mm-hmm. they see that it's like they see that love and that they see that complete. That genuine aspect of it, where it's just like, oh wow, it's just like that's completely him,
0: right? No, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, dude, I mean, you you give everybody a hug. You're there you know, to laugh and joke yeah. with the best of us, yeah. you know, and, I, and I, I've and heard some of your humor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's yeah. not put that on the podcast. Oh well, my we God. can. We can say so, whatever but, we want. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but, but that's the thing, you know, everybody accepts each other for, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's what, I, that's what yeah. I
1: love about how CSW, everywhere that I go, because I'm just like, I'm not, a, it's like, if you're telling me to like kind of like tone it down i can't it's like Mm -hmm. why the fuck am i there yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely it's like i'm not it's like it's it's that's completely ridiculous right
0: and you know with this pride show coming up uh i think this is definitely a step forward yes for Mm -hmm. people just in general just due to the fact, hey, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, this is what we do. And tomorrow, all right, go back to the shoot job and, yeah, this, that, right. and everything else, you know, uh, but it's a huge step forward. Uh, but I want to kind of touch base is that this idea came from a pride show in another state. Yes. And
1: how did that come about? Um, so, and so my other tag team partner, Joey May- Mayberry, mm-hmm. um, got a message from a promo. uh, um, solely LGBTQ plus promotion that is now defunct. Now we um, just got a text being like, "Hey, I want to book you and Mateo, and mm-hmm. so what would be your rate?" Right, uh-huh. and so both of us were like, "Okay." So and this was when I was like two and a half years in. Okay, and so I was just like, "Okay, my regular fee is this, but then we have transportation." Right, and so I was just like, "Okay, here you go," and so. Me, Joey, and then we bought we brought Moondog in. Yeah, to another great to, guy, uh, another incredible, incredible yes. guy. Cool. So we went down to Texas, uh-huh. did the show, came back up. Jimmy was kept. Uh, Jimmy Blaze kept on, you know, checking in on us. Right. It was just okay. like it, Chicago to Texas in a car, baby. It was that that's, was, a, long ride, that's, a, long that's a long ride. That's a long ride. A long ride. And so as I was, as we were done doing it and everything. You know, the, when we did the card, everyone was a character. Everyone, okay. Everyone was just... Not, not just a character. Everyone was just, like, being genuinely themselves. Right. And that, and being so proud of that. And that's right. what pride means. in not right. it refreshing? To, uh, yeah. It's, so it was refreshing. so refreshing to watch and everything like that. And I just kept on wondering because, you know, usually my csw takes june off i know a lot of promotions take june off because summer it's hot out right um there's a lot of things that happen in june i think and i was just like why and it was always a dream of mine to have my own show right and i I just texted jimmy and just like i wish chicago or like chicago promotion kind of kind of did this right Uh, You know, especially for Pride Month, because, you know, in this day and age, we have a lot more out and proud people Mm -hmm. to do this. And, you know, I got to give credit where credit is due. I know there was a um, freelance slash rise show that they did in 2019. Okay. That they did in Logan Square Auditorium. But then when the pandemic happened, um, Shine kind of got defunct. And then... I never saw, well, maybe with this podcast, if they're listening, (laughs) I haven't, I, um, I haven't seen freelance kind of do a pride show. Okay. And so when, when I texted Jimmy being like, I wish promotions did this because A, it's pride month. Right. You can get like, it's like get the queers in and get the queers in Put some like, you know, have them drink gay water and then they'll be good. And they'll watch, and they'll watch a different type (laughs) of drag show, which is just like wrestling. And like, let's be real. A lot of like, it's like, it's a bunch of men in like, in like skimpy and skimpy outfits, getting sweaty, trying to get on top of each other. (laughs) If it's for a goddamn belt, it's a gaudy ass belt. And then it's just like, or they're trying to submit one another.
0: Right.
1: And like have each other tap out. Same thing for th- same thing for the women and everything like that. <laughs> while maintaining their masculinity, while maintaining <laughs> right. their femininity and masculinity, I'm just like girl. wrestling is gay wrestling is queer it's like it's like the opposite of a drag show you want the campiness. you want the entertainment
0: right and
1: so it's it's completely it's completely on the other side of the spectrum and so that's what i really wanted especially when i was in professional wrestling Mm -hmm. so when jimmy blaze just like came up in like a full ass statement Mm -hmm. saying to me i want to book a pride show in that kind of cadence yeah i was just like wide-eyed surprised being like i you really want to do it? And right. I was like, yeah, I want to do it. And I was just like really shocked. It was, it was that shell shock moment being like,
0: uh, uh, yeah. And okay. I've known Jimmy for 25 <laughs> years <laughs> at least, uh, given himself opportunities to help other people yeah. and to really be out there for other people. It was,
1: it was, so. it, it was like very, very inspiring because it's like he gave me essentially what I dreamed of for 10 years and to to have my to have my own show especially having my own like queer show which (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) and so i thank you to you guys power entertainment jimmy blaze everyone who really wanted to do this right because Mm -hmm. i i never thought in a million years it would happen Well, I tell you what. I mean, this could be a first of
0: many. Yes, and that's and And, uh, that's you know,
1: knock on wood. That's what I hope to. Hopefully, this
0: turns into an
1: annual. Right. Well, I'm hearing it's getting
0: some pretty good feed. Yes, it It is a real good feed, and and that's what you want. They like it. Yeah, they're coming back. Yeah, they they are are coming back. Yeah, you know, and I, my my hats off to you. I'm glad that you are uh, accomplishing this, and uh, I'm. Sure, it's going to be a success. I, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so,
2: tell us a little bit what's going to happen at the show. Give us what's happening. Doors oh, yeah. open.
1: Oh, yeah. I th- so, doors open. At, uh, well, it's. Um, How do I say this? Uh, you like gay shit? <laughs> well, <laughs> head on over. Head on over to the Brower House June 4th. Doors open at 2 p.m. From two thirty to three, there's going to be a drag show pre-show, which is going to be amazing. <laughs> tip the girls, just saying. Tip the girls, and then <laughs> at three p.m. we start the show off. We have an incredible card featuring um, Quinn Wittick, Axel Rico, Mason Parks, and Axel Breo in a really cool Fatal 4-Way match, we have Meat Hooks O'Bannon facing Joey Mayberry, the dad bot demigod, who, I kn- who I've who i known since I've started. Yeah. Since when he came back into training at CSW, it's like we were kind of attached to the hip. Mm-hmm. And then you and then there is um, Scott Spade against my wrestling son, Moondog Murray. Uh... Moondog, if you're listening to this, I really hope you win, so you work your ass off. Oh, um, I don't, uh, before we do go,
0: Moondog Murray does have a question that... Oh, okay. Asked. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: Moondog, what did you want to know? <laughs>
0: uh, actually, I mean, this kind of struck me odd. Uh, <laughs> would you rather fight one horse sized duck... Okay. ...or 100... Duck sized horses.
1: <laughs> I don't I do Oh oh a hundred duck sized horses or a horse sized duck. Yeah. Is that what it is? Horse yeah. size horse-sized duck. One chop block and I'm good. Uh, Seriously, I mean, have you seen a duck's legs? One yeah, chop block.
2: Boy, like <laughs> a Duck that's the size of a horse, and his
1: wings a chop block. And starts flying out around on you. I just uh, I don't know it, because you're thinking it's just like oh it's the upper torso. Okay. You got to go down. You got to go lower. Right. You got to you so. got to attack the legs. It's a like, you know okay. from wrestling. I got you. You know from wrestling, wrestling with like when you wrestle a big guy, mm-hmm. you got you got to chop him down. <laughs> yeah, so down. it's just like one chop block, like a couple chop blocks to the leg. Uh, Charlie, what what <laughs> wingspan? Uh, what wingspan? <laughs> when you got them down on the ground, I'm sorry, we do not contone animal cruelty <laughs> right, in Charles. this podcast. That, that was Moon Moondog
0: Murray. And actually, speaking of Moondog Murray, he is going up against
1: uh, Scott Spade along with Mistress Misery. Mm-hmm. I- and then I think another match we have, we have Shelly the Bombshell Benson against Haley Shadows, which is, I've seen... Shelly from the start. She just celebrated her one, one year wrestle Wrestleverse three. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just so happy. Uh, just so happy she was willing to do the to do the show alongside Haley Shadows, mm-hmm. which who is one of a very um well known queer wrestler around. You know, she was in the I, I Queer Wrestling Index uh, and you know, very, very earned. And then you did talk about Meat Hooks and Joey Mayberry. The main event. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> the, the, event. the big guy. Oh, Here God. God. <laughs> Effie, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, I hope Effie, you were listening to this. I hope, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, obviously, a lot, a lot of people know that I was featured on Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Mm-hmm. And that was from my transition from my second year to third year wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so... I was in a tag team gauntlet match. I was we, Joey uh, with Joey Mayberry and um, Jillian, mm-hmm. and we got eliminated first. And I think that was like a five to seven minute match. Okay, but it was probably one of the most again validating moments because I think we were the only. Hometown people representing For Effie's Big A brunch And so and then he just like he he Knows me it's like he saw my stuff on social Media Mm -hmm. you know um, Oh um, one thing about the new Generation about um, Being curious about how to get booked now Social media um, Do you know show off Your spots and everything like that so You know people will like Check up on your stuff and so Effie has kind of like Looked at my stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of followed my career and everything like that and so he randomly texted me being like hey would you like to be on effie's big a brunch i was like hell yeah and then before you know it you know he gave me his number (laughs) and jimmy was just like i want to book effie for the pride show i you know i texted him You know, hey, heads up, Jimmy Blaze, one of the promotions for Pow Entertainment, one of the promoters Mm -hmm. for my home promotion, one of my home promotions, wants to hit you up because we want to do a pride show. Mm -hmm. And it's it's set. It's in the works and everything like that. I was very proud of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took a little bit. It took a lot. It took a little bit of following up. Yeah. And so he literally and so I was so grateful for him because he literally was so willing to do it right like very very willing to do it because of me mm-hmm. and i was just like i didn't i didn't know that because it's like effie's i call him the gay father okay <laughs> um like effie's so well connected right. that like for me three years you know three years and i never expected that right. and so him face and so main event <laughs> i just hope that whatever we do in the ring, I just want to make sure that that kind of opportunity that I have will not be wasted. Well, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it
0: won't dude. I mean, yeah. Is, uh, your prof- professionalism and your passion for mm-hmm. this to make it work. No, you're getting, you're going to make this happen. And it. I'm looking forward to it. I've never uh, met the man. I've never actually seen him work. I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing this and, you know, uh, to top it off on this show, the MC for the night, oh, our guest next guests week for next week, week, Germ T Ripper, Germ T Ripper, that's right, uh, <laughs> and he is like, you know, he's like heads over heels, he's like geared up to do. Oh, this, I can't wait, he's something else. Well, you guys
1: know Germ before before me, and so it's just like mm-hmm. when this happened, I'm yeah, pretty sure it's just like. He was giddy. Let like me get ones. a baby. baby, baby, sexy baby. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> no, it's definitely going to be a great time uh, on this show.
1: Uh, I feel bad for Record because I'm pretty sure he has questions, and he's just like, we've been talking. The no, no, time. You're, you're fine.
2: Uh, bad. Rucker,
1: fine. Wrecker, yeah, this
0: this is going to be fun time for Record. <laughs> so. Um, uh, speaking about social media uh, we're mm-hmm. going to get ready to uh, start winding this down uh, social media for yes. you what is all your social media uh, you
1: can follow me on twitter at Mateo Valentine 8 that is M-A-T-E-O-V-A-L-E-N T-I-N-E the number 8 and then on instagram at Mateo Valentine 829 on instagram I think I already said that
0: yeah and there you go but no there it is and Fans, June 4th, get your tickets. Uh, Front row is pretty much sold out. There might be a few tickets left. Um, This is definitely something you're not going to want to miss. How can I say? You're going to be entertained from the beginning to the end, for
1: sure. From from the highest here (laughs) to the tip of your toes, you guys are going to be entertained like no other. <laughs> Absolutely. And besides uh, Power Entertainment, where can uh, the fans follow you at next? Um, I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me at 4th Wall Wrestling and you can also find me at Honor Among Wrestling in Iowa. Your girl's going to Iowa now. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find me at POW for the powerful weekend of June 3rd and June 4th, Summer Explosion and You Better Work and uh, you can find me also in All Star Lucha Libre, where it's the Lucha Ball. <laughs> um, it's their it's their Pride Show, and then you can also find me at Wrestle League for their Pride Show as well. Nice. I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy that this year, you know, I think with Pow Entertainment, like doing doing that, the domino effect, right, kind of happened. Oh, and so yeah. I'm so grateful for Pow Entertainment to like. Be that first domino in the Chicago, Chicagoland area to do kind of that mm-hmm. and celebrate that. There it is. So I tell
0: you, well, there it is that we have ourselves a nice full show. <laughs> uh, what can I say? You know, we definitely a fun show. This yes. I enjoyed your stories. I enjoy your inspiration. I uh, I look forward to continue seeing you. that the your inspiration and your passion mm-hmm. to go out there and uh, you're doing what you do and yes. I, and for someone being around for a long time, <laughs> I, it's very refreshing to yeah. see uh, people having fun and yourself mm-hmm. doing what you do. Thank so, you so much. Uh, and I think this is something that uh, the Chicago scene needs, you know, the shot yeah. in the arm. Oh, yeah, right. So it, we're all, uh, you know. We're all in this
1: together. so You did not just do a high school musical entry. I, well, I, for, no, I, I, for the people who are listening, I, I know this is sacrilege, but I did not like High School Musical when it first came out. <laughs> I did not I, like it. All right. Well, I don't know. See, they didn't even know there was a. Music is there? Is, there is, is, is is that a good ending? Okay, my favorite Broadway production is Wicked. I know it sounds like uh, <laughs> oh, hey, I, I hey know Mike too. That
2: like <laughs> my first <laughs> one.
1: It's just like it's always like the first musical that you saw, but it's yeah. just like it, it was, was, like it was. It was Wicked. So I know it sounds so cliche, but it was Wicked. It's always yeah. been Wicked.
0: Well, on that note, there it is, fans. Thank you very much for listening in June Fourth. For you, better work. We will see you next time. Thank
1: you, guys.